0: Yes, it is indeed the overnight crowd here on SEN, your home of sport crystal clear through the SEN app and through your digital radio dials. Paul Sebastiani here in the studio with you. We're going up to 3am Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time and joining us on the line all the way from London, England to chat all things Arsenal. It is Lee Judges from Arsenal Fan TV, Lee it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show and thank you very much for taking your time to have a chat with us.
1: Oh, uh, no problems at all. Like, you know, thanks for inviting us on. I like,
0: you know, much appreciate it. No worries. Uh, well, t- tell the audience a little bit about yourself, your, your Arsenal story and, and how it all sort of unfolded into Arsenal fan TV into, and into Lee Judges TV now. Oh, well, it was like one um, crazy
1: interview back, I think it was Arsenal versus Swansea. It was about seven seven years ago now, like, you know, so uh, um, I've done this mad, um, mad interview and um, <laughs> it went viral. It absolutely went viral. And then um, from then on, uh, yeah, um, from from that, I've got certain things coming. Uh, where can I say it? Like, you know, people started with the interest in what I said. The weirdest thing about it, Paul, is that, before I'd done that interview, I used to be on, like, social media, not 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 Twitter or anything like that, just, you know, mm-hmm. Facebook and that, and I'd write a comment and say, oh, Ozil was rubbish, say, <laughs> <Take> for instance. <laughs> no no replies, no nothing, like, you know. But after that interview, I said, like, anything that I said, people were jumping on it and all that. So it's been a fantastic uh, turnaround. And obviously now, like, you know, uh, then uh, I'll be really honest with you, I was doing okay, and... Um, then obviously we had the, the pandemic yeah. and then the watch alongs come up and then it it just went mad for me after <laughs> then like the the watch alongs were the thing that the, uh, that made it for me, I suppose. Um because when you're doing an interview people don't probably see your uh they don't see your personality or whatever, but then people started seeing different things and of course the memes come out and things <laughs> like that and uh, uh, Listen when when you when you pick up social, media, you know as you probably know, you can do saying mental or silly, and and uh, you, you you don't realise you're doing it, and then you look at your phone and like there, things are going wild. oh <laughs> well, no, what have I done now? Right, no. so, that, so that's how, that's how it went. And, uh, uh, yeah, so uh, listen, I've got fantastic. You know, I'm through I'm, all of this sort of stuff that I do now to to meet former players. I, sort of my idols you know growing up and things like that to being able to meet them and and unbelievably look they
0: know who you are as well it's a gift it's an absolute and we we indeed know who you are here down under Lee, you've been making plenty of airwaves on the on the youtube scene down under in australia plenty of i think that the one meme that people get you for is he's done it again (laughs) that's Uh, the one we love
1: it is incredible, like, I do a thing for like birthday messages and things like that. That's all they ask for, like you know. He's done it again, you know. And and, and I'll be really honest about it. I didn't even know that I'd done that.
0: You know, it's, it's always the case that way, isn't it? It is.
1: It's is crazy how it is, you know. But that is probably the one that I'm, I'm famous for, like and of course, uh, Harry Kane, of course. And, um, yeah, uh, but listen, I take it. I take it. It's. Uh, it, it's it's all wind and fun, and I, of course, how you know, can you not, not enjoy it? So, exactly. You'd yeah. exactly. surprised. I'm walking on the tube, walking on the tube, or walking in the station, and people shout, hey, "He's done it again!" Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, no. you, know, exactly. you,
0: you God! Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's a, it's <laughs> the price of fame now, isn't it? All right, let's let's talk a bit about your Arsenal story, Lee. What? How did you sort of start? supporting the club and I'm assuming it's when from when you were from when you were a little little boy yeah when I was a little boy
1: um, I, like my mum and dad my mum's side are all Spurs fans and my oh, dad's God. side are all Arsenal so <laughs> so one week I used to go I used to go to the Arsenal one week because uh, you could do it back in those days and then the Spurs the following week and um, one day I, and I'll be really honest with you that the, the thing that, show, that done it for me was Highbury because um, mm. Highbury uh, didn't have like no stanch, stanch, uh, there's the floodlights weren't on stanchions or things like that. They were just in the roof. And, and also the red and white shirts. And that was really the only thing that sort of turned it for me. Both teams at the time weren't great. Um, and, and yeah, one day my granddad said, We're going to the Spurs, you want to come? And I said, Granddad, I love you, but uh, I'm going to give it a miss. I'm an arsenal <laughs> awesome man now. And, uh, and, and that's how it went from there. And uh, yeah, so you can imagine like many of. Uh, discussions over the Christmas uh, table with Arsenal and Spurs and banter and all that. And uh, yeah, but I chose Arsenal. My brother didn't,
0: he chose Spurs and he's had an unhappy life. Well, mate, I'm 28 years old. So I think from, from my perspective, I've, I've, I saw the glory days of, of the invincibles and that's what I can really remember. And, and for me, and I think this had really hit you in, in the heart. My father would play the old FA Cup 71 uh, replay with the Charlie George goal, and that's uh, that's that's how I got onto Arsenal, and then Thierry Henry just made me love the club, and that's that's sort of my connection down here. But I mean, I think looking back at the history and looking at what the club is trying to achieve now, I mean, it's it's hard to emulate what those great teams did. But do you feel just with what's going on now that there is maybe a little bit of a change in the right direction? Yeah,
1: definitely. I think that um, I don't think you could ever. Um Get back to those Arsenal Wenger days because even yeah. though they were fantastic days, they were different days. You yeah? know, what I relate with Arsenal now is going back into the George Graham era, where the mm-hmm. we we've got this association with the players um, a lot more, um, and, and it seems like the club have gone down that route as well. And it's fantastic at this moment in time. Where it's, listen, it's fantastic that we're top of the league and all that, but. Regardless of that, you love the players. The players at this moment in time, from, from Ramsdale in goal to Jesus up front, I'm really, really loving the players. I will have to say in the Arsenal-Finger uh, era, particularly towards the end, there were some players that I didn't like at the Arsenal, <laughs> which is unbelievable. Right. But, you know, When you go back, when I first started supporting Arsenal, Arsenal weren't that great neither. But you didn't really dislike any of the players. Mm-hmm. But then there was that thing that it was happening. But that's all gone now. It's, it's absolutely fantastic following the Arsenal up and down the country at this moment so I'm watching us play watching what's happening uh, and, and I think there's a lot to do you know credit to um, Mikko Arteta of course but I think the players you generally like can get on board whether it's Saliba whether it's Jesus whether it's Granit Xhaka and now you, you can relate to some of the players at the Arsenal. That's that's the greatest thing from a fan's
0: point of view. Yeah, absolutely. And I echo those sentiments there. I think, and I think looking back on not just the videos that you've done with AFTV, and looking back at the sentiment within the fan base, it was one of frustration in sort of the early part of Mikel Arteta's tenure. And and I was the same as well. Like, you know, I would message cousins who, one of my closest cousins who were, we're all mad Arsenal men. And we're like, you know, Arteta's got to go. And he was like, no, 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 he's you has got to keep him. He's going to be okay. I think, and I don't know. And, and I think this is just from a fan point of view. And it would probably be from your point of view as well. That frustration just stems from, it's a love from the club, isn't it? And, and you just want the club to get better
1: hundred uh, percent. I think when I look back at my frustration with Mikel probably like wasn't probably at Mikel was probably at the club more yeah. more than that. Mm-hmm. You know um, should have the club hired a a, um, a, a novice it, let's be honest that's what he was mm-hmm. at that time. You know he's never managed to, you know um, we've gone through all the things with, um, with Arsene Wenger and uh, yeah so there was a little bit of that and, and and I don't care what anybody says we wasn't winning games of football. Of course. We going, going, you know mm-hmm. We was losing every week. We was losing at home. We was losing at home to Burnley. We was losing at home, losing at home to Leicester, getting stuffed by Aston Villa 3-0 at home. So all those things, you know, you know, were, were out of frustration. And, of course, then, you know, people are uh, um, thinking, well, OK, like, we're celebrating Mikel Arteta as a manager when, we, when you come in 8th and 5th. We sack managers for that, for for, for not getting, you know, our greatest manager, we... we we did set, you know. What I mean, it's, it, I think it's true to say we're in Arsenal mm-hmm. for not getting us into the top four. Then, obviously, like Emery. But you know, uh, uh, credit to the fans, and, I, and I'll say this, you know, credit to the fans that, that stuck by Mikel and said, you know, mm-hmm. they see the process. It took me a little while to see it. I'll be honest, but you know, the <laughs> fruits are there now, as you can see. like, You know, uh, it, it, is, it is wonderful. But there is a there is a there is a saying, you know, only as good as your players, and I think. Of Players have made a difference for, for, for Arteta, and Arteta, you know, has done exceptionally well. What the greatest, the, the greatest thing that Mikel Arteta has done is he's got the fans involved. But about a year ago, funny enough, it was at Wolves last season when we won one nil that I happened to meet uh, Mikel Arteta, mm-hmm. and, and he, he just, he just won me over, Paul. He just won me over. Yeah. Out of a really, what a, a genuinely top guy he was. Uh, and, and, you know, sometimes they say, like, don't meet your heroes, but sometimes you don't <laughs> want to meet people that you criticise and everything like that. But he yeah. was, you know, and you thought, well, ah, can you not, whether you think that he's a great manager or not, you couldn't dislike him, if you know what I'm saying. So, you, you know, a, 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 being an Arsenal fan, you want him to be successful. And I think that was the other frustration. You wanted it to be successful. And perhaps, well, you know, we because of what's gone on, we was a little bit impatient. But, you know, he's turned it around, you know, fantastically well. I have to say that. No one, I don't think even Mikel's greatest (laughs) fans could have actually have seen it going as well as what it is at the moment because it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure to watch the team you know, 14 games gone, 12 wins, one draw, one defeat. And in and, and both of those games, we probably should have won, you know. So it, it, it's unbelievable, really. Yeah, unbelievable.
0: Ab- absolutely spot on. All right, let, let's get into what's been happening on the field as well and what's to come for Arsenal post this World Cup because we've got a transfer window that's going to come up and it's been announced by the Cronkies that it looks like they're going to invest in the squad lead. Do you think that – is the squad at the moment capable enough of – going all the way without significant reinvestment? Or or is it a case of, no, the Cronkies have to come in and, and go bang during this transfer period to take advantage of, of what the Gunners are doing? Well,
1: you know, I think you have to. I, I really do. I think that at this moment, so we've got a, the same sort of squad if we have, if, if you look at in numbers as we did last season, we've obviously got more quality. But in in, in numbers and in strength of depth, we're, we're we're going to struggle if we're going to keep this um, going with the league, and plus you've got like uh, the Europa League, which gets to the to the to the business end now. Like you know, we, when you look at the the group stages, come on, we, we knew we was going to qualify the first or second in that, but now it's going to get uh, going to get serious. Of course, you've got the FA Cup coming up as well, and and the biggest thing at the moment, as well as Arsenal are doing, if you look at the last couple of games, we're in mid November now. Uh, we've had our first 11 out. We've had a few injuries. You know, Shinchenko's been out mm-hmm. for a while, El many, but ultimately that that is our strongest team that we've had in the last couple of games and we're in November. So we've been a little bit fortunate with injuries, but one or two injuries, you know, we could be in trouble. Don't forget we've got Smith Rowe to come back, which would be a massive um, uh, acquisition to the yes. squad coming forward. But I do think we need two or three players, probably two to just... To just uh, if we get a couple of injuries in key areas, we can replace. I think that like players like Vieira look very, very good, but not quite ready yet. We just need to to bring in a couple of quality players in January. And if we do, then, you know, um, let's look forward to, to the rest of the season. If we don't, you know, I do think that we're fall short, definitely, of, uh, of winning the title. And maybe even a top four if we get uh, injuries like we did last season. So I think it's very, very important that we um, that we invested in January, we didn't really do that in, in the summer. And with with Mikel, he's even said in his press conference after that Wolves game that we are a little bit lighter. Yeah, he did. I think indeed, yeah, yeah,
0: yep. yep. absolutely spot on. Yep. Uh, just before we let you go, Lee, a couple of there's actually a text that's come off our text line here that says, uh, "I hope Arsenal FC go all the way." This is from a Chelsea supporter. So we're we're making we're making reverberations all around the world. Even even the Chelsea fans want us to win the league. <laughs> wow,
1: well, I don't believe I don't believe all Chelsea fans but, <laughs> but no it, it's fantastic. Listen, I think that, you know what is the greatest thing about Arsenal Football Club, it's always been a classy club. It's Absolutely. always
0: done things properly. Absolutely.
1: And and, and, and and if you realistically look at it, if you've got Taking away spurs of course you know what I mean probably man United but like uh, if, if, if Arsenal were to go on and win the league it, it, it will show a path for every other club barring like mm-hmm. Chelsea in the past and Manchester City and Newcastle that you can go on and, and win the league if you do it in a, in, a, in a way of like building up a squad, bringing in and believing in the younger players because I think that's what we've done. And it gives everybody a, uh, a blueprint to go that way. And, and I think it would be good for football. And, uh, uh, now, I wouldn't be saying that if it was Tottenham in this position, but I'm <laughs> going to say it for, uh, because it's Arsenal. It is good for football if, uh, if Arsenal could go on and, and win the league because it would tell us, tell you that proper football clubs, and I don't mean that in leads to and Man City and all that, but you know what I'm saying. Football clubs that have not got that sugar daddy and in that investment and all that can compete with the big boys. And, and let's be honest, you know, I, I do think at this moment in time, we've got Manchester City out. What I see like okay. on Saturday, mm. then diving about, trying to get penalties and things like that. I've not seen that from a Manchester City side for a very, very long while, even when Liverpool were going so to so, so. So maybe, maybe they do fear us.
0: Yeah, and Pep has been a little bit vocal about Arsenal uh, being better than them. So maybe the mind game's... Are already starting mate. We'll 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 see we'll see exactly what occurs. Are you tempering the expectations? I heard your chat with uh with Cecil post game. Uh I think you're maybe just tempering a little bit, aren't you? <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I am because we've been here before. Of course. Let's be honest. And I, I take on both this is a different Arsenal side. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, I, I, I said before the beginning of the season, I'd done an event before the beginning of the season, after watching the, the, the pre-season tour in Orlando, and um, in front of an audience, I said, where do you think Arsenal finish this season? And I said, runners-up, and everybody laughed at me. <laughs> but I had seen what I'd seen in Orlando, I'd seen what I'd seen in the press uh, in the pre-season. So I, I do think that if it wasn't wasn't for Manchester City, I think that... Like, Let's be honest. if we were 15 points in front of Man City, I might yeah. be a little bit more uh, sensitive <laughs> but five points is nothing these days with this team. This team is by... Yeah. Like Liverpool, for instance, 90 points, 90 points, 90 points in the last three seasons have only won the league once. So that tells you what, what sort of animal you're up against in Manchester City. So um, I'll, I'll be really honest with you. If it wasn't for Man City, take Man City out of the equation, I'd be more and more... Um, expressive that we could actually go on and win it. But at this moment in time, I think, you know, Manchester City would still be favourites. But, um, listen, if we carry on going as we're going, we've got a great chance because if you look at the game against Wolves and and, and particularly against Chelsea, two difficult away games, we never looked like we were going to lose those games. So, who knows? Who knows?
0: Yep, the away record's been very, very strong, been very strong defensively. Our final one just before... We let you go. We're speaking to Lee Judges from Arsenal Fan TV and Lee Judges TV. Uh, have you ever been down under? Because I think I think Arsenal are looking to get a connection with Australia. If, if that pre-season tournament comes about next season, are you going to venture down here with the lads?
1: hundred uh, percent. If um, nice. there are rumours um, that, that the preseason tour is going to be Australia, so if it is, I'm definitely coming. I've never been Australia
0: before. Uh-huh. Um,
1: love to come out there. I'd love to come out there. My brother's been out there, but the one thing that's always put me off Australia is the long flight. You know. So, um, <laughs> but um, I'll, I'll, I'm willing to do that if the Arsenal are over there and, um, and and come and meet all the guys, all you guys from Australia, because uh, you know I just don't have to say to. So all the Australian fans that support Arsenal, and uh, you know, massive big up to you because I know you do all sorts of different hours and everything like mm-hmm. that. So I tip me hats here and uh, it's a pleasure to have you all on
0: board. No worries, mate. It's it's much much appreciated, Lee. Thanks for spending some time with us, mate. Uh, go go out and uh, embrace exactly what's happening with the Gunners. World Cup coming up. Uh, hopefully for your sake, England can can maybe push all the way. Not too sure what our Socceroos are going to do uh, out of their group stage, but. Uh, Thank you very much, mate. It's, it's much appreciated. Uh, no problems. Sir. My pleasure. Beautiful. There we go. Lee Judges from Arsenal Fan TV. We'll take a break and be back with more. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.